Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and we are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you so very much. It's going to be a fun show. So, guys, listen, first of all, I normally say thanks at the end of the call, but I'm going to say thanks at the beginning of the call today, at the radio show. Thanks for helping us become the number one radio show of our kind, um, period, full stop, amongst all the other uh, shows that are out there that are geared towards helping realtors, which, you know, most of them are sort of geared towards brokers. You guys have made us the most listened to um, out there, and I really, really sincerely appreciate it. It tells me and Jules that we're on target with what you guys need to hear to move your personal lives and your businesses forward, and it's our honor to do so, especially those of you who have chosen to become one of our coaching students, and you know, either coached by Julie or myself directly or one of our coaches. You know, Thanks sincerely for the honor of being your coach. I ask all of you guys at the end of every one of these radio shows to, um, especially if you like the radio show, to reciprocate by sharing it. It's easy to do if you're listening off one of our websites. Just hit you know, the like button or share it on Google or whatever, or on Twitter, retweet the show. Help us get the word out about that, the fact that this is, frankly, going to be probably, you know, hopefully there will be more than this, and I'm just being overly conservative, but this is going to be the greatest real estate boom of our entire careers. It's going to put the you know, past real estate boom, the bubble, whatever you guys want to call it, it's going to put it so far in the in the rear view that it won't even matter. This seven to ten year real estate boom, and we're at the very beginning stages of it, it's going to be an opportunity for you to remake maybe where you were in the past, but really recreate, reset the bar for what you expect out of life. I mean, this opportunity that you have in front of you right now, I cannot think in a professional, unless, you, of course, you're going to discover the disease, a cure for some disease, and you're going to win a Nobel Prize. I mean, career-wise, guys, this is the type of environment uh, in the economy and demographics and everything else that is absolutely perfect for helping thousands of folks and obviously making a fortune. So I look forward to helping as many of you guys accomplish those goals. So one of the things that stands in the way oftentimes on a regular basis of really moving forward with your business and your personal life is your thinking. And, and it's one of the things that all of us experience is negative thinking. So what we're going to introduce you to on this radio show are hopefully 10 points on what you can be doing to overcome your negative thinking. Now, this might become a part one and part two type radio show because these points are so, I think, important to really drill down on. But what really matters is the fact that you guys understand this, this key basic point. So your notes for today's radio show have officially started, so get ready to take notes. So one of the things that it's really critical that you guys understand is the fact that 98% of the thoughts that you have today are the same thoughts you have yesterday. Julie and I, I found a great quote about that if you want to share it with our listeners. Uh, okay, sorry. I was looking for your quote marks. I think that you're talking about when uh, you said research, research shows, shows that 98% of our thoughts are the same ones day after day. You repeat the same positive or negative thoughts and feelings over and over again. 
They are, our thoughts are often overwhelmed by what advertisers want us to focus on, like what color lipstick to wear or the perfect holiday decorations, what's going into your head, your eyes, your ears. Well, that amounts to a lot of white noise that conflicts with the good thoughts you're supposed to be having. So, you know, Julie and I are in the personal improvements, you know, almost you could call us, I would say, in a lot of ways, we're counselors, obviously, we're business coaches. We kind of, what we do on our coaching calls kind of crosses a lot of boundaries, I would expect. And one of the things we routinely run into are the limiting beliefs, the negative thinking that you guys come to us with. And what's really, this is this is a great story, and this is from Howard Brenton, and I'm just going to tell it as Howard used to tell it, those of you who knew Howard probably one of the greatest real estate educators of our time, rest his soul. And Julie and I were Howard Brenton stars. And Howard used to tell the story. Um, you know, he, he, he said that he went to uh, dinner one year, Thanksgiving I think it was, with his, uh, his wife, Babs, Barbara Brenton. And Barbara's mom was there and Barbara's grandma was there. And so they, would, they were making meatloaf. So he was watching his, uh, his wife make meatloaf. And she would cut the meatloaf in half and put it in this, meatloaf pan. Now, the meatloaf pan was easily large enough to have the whole meatloaf fit into the pan. And he watched her do this. He'd seen her do this before, but just that one particular time, he said, it kind of struck him as odd. Why is it that you're cutting this meatloaf in in half and putting it in this pan? I mean, obviously, there's plenty of room in the pan, and the whole meatloaf would have fit in without you having to have it, so why did you do it? And so she said, well, I really don't know. Why don't you go ask my mom? And so he, she was in the other room, and so he went and asked his, uh, her, his mother-in-law, you know, uh, Babs's mom, and asked her the same question. And, you know, she thought about it for a bit, and she said, well, you know what? I don't know why I cut the meatloaf in half either. And so she said, well, you know what? Grandma's sitting right there. My mom's sitting right there. Why don't you go ask her? And then he went up to, uh, you know, his, his, what would have been his, his wife's grandmother, and, you know, and he asked her, so why is it that you – uh, you know, cut your meatloafs in half because now, you know, you're obviously your daughter does it and your granddaughter does it. And, and she said, it, she goes, well, it's because back when I uh, was making meatloaf for, you know, Barbara's mom, we had to cut the meatloaf in half because our pan was too small. So in other words, what had happened is from observation, uh, Barbara's mom and then Barbara herself had picked up on the habit of cutting the meatloaf in half to fit it into this pan, you know, this, you know, meatloaf pan, not because there was any reason to do it uh, be, uh, other than the fact that grandma had done it. So they'd watch this behavior. They were duplicating this behavior. They were doing it without thinking. So right there is a the little epiphany, right? How many things are you doing in your life without thinking? How many behaviors do you exhibit every single day? Just you do them just because you do them. So the research has shown us, and you guys can research this yourself. Julie and I have read books about this. It's very fascinating, actually, that 98% of literally all the thoughts that you have today were the exact same thoughts you had yesterday. But what really is amazing is if you were to keep a journal, and it's almost impossible to do, but researchers have done this, where you were to keep a journal about what you're thinking about at this very moment, what you discover was that you are thinking not only the exact thoughts that you thought yesterday, but you are thinking about them almost at the exact same time as you were thinking about them yesterday. I mean, talk about Groundhog Day. Stop for a second again and really drill down on what I just said. Virtually every thought that you're thinking today, almost 100%, 98% of all the thoughts that you're thinking today are the same exact thoughts that you thought yesterday at virtually the same time you thought them. 
So every day is Groundhog Day. So the challenge that we have as coaches, obviously, is getting you guys to realize that you are essentially having the same thoughts every single day at virtually the same time. And unless you actually stop to confront why you're cutting the meatloaf in half, then it won't really make it, it won't leave any room for new thinking. So what a great coach does is we stop your pattern thinking and we try to introduce new thinking that will help you get you towards your goals and help you get you towards moving forward in your business and in your, in your, in your personal life. So when you guys are looking at, well, my negative thinking, my thoughts hold me back and all those types of things, a lot of that is true. But a lot of the negative thinking and thoughts that you have, and Julie and I are going to share with you 10 points on how you guys can work around these, how you can identify them in yourself, and then, frankly, how you can stop experiencing them every day, how you can stop thinking you have to cut your meatloaf in half. So the fact is, is if you can actually identify what it is that you're doing that's leading to the negative thoughts, or maybe it's just because the negative thoughts are the same thoughts that you had. So, like, I was having a great coaching call. Now, this was years ago with somebody, and he, like most people, you know, had a lot of negative thoughts about his expectations for life, what he was capable of. And it kept on coming up. He would reach a certain level of success. He'd have a certain level of money coming in. And then it would just basically the efforts that he put forth to accomplish that level of success and somewhat financial security, he just stopped doing it. And then he'd crash back down and he'd be desperate again. He'd have his bills paid late. His taxes would be due. He wouldn't essentially have the financial stability and security that he wanted for himself and his family. So this cycle was continuing. And it was, you know... The question was, well, why is it that you're choosing to continue these behaviors? Well, I'm not choosing. This is just something. And then he had the old epiphany. I grew up with. So he said, this is how my dad lived. This is how my family lived. This is what's comfortable for me. I'm comfortable being poor. I'm comfortable being financially desperate. I'm See what happened? It's once he then realized that what he had done is he was just essentially re- having the same negative thoughts happened in his life. And this guy, if I remember correctly, was in his 40s. He'd been experiencing these same behavior patterns that he'd somehow taken over from his family, and he was just reliving that every day, every week, every month, every year of his life. And now his family, obviously, his kids probably were going to start copying the same screwed-up behaviors unless he decided to make a change. So the point of this is that sometimes you don't know where your thoughts came from, and it doesn't really matter. What matters is the fact that you take responsibility and realize that the results that you're getting in life, for the most part, are from the choices that you make. It's all too easy because public, you know, societally we reinforce the fact that it's not your fault, right? Everywhere you turn, it's not your fault. Well, guess what? If you were to totally and completely remove the it's not my fault thinking and take responsibility for it, on the other side of that is everything that you're hoping to accomplish personally. So Julie and I are going to take a real quick break, and when we come back, we're going to share with you 10, hopefully, ways that you guys can be shaking free, finally, of the limited beliefs that come from negative thinking. According to the National Association of Realtors, only 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need one too. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today, Tim and Julie Harris. Don't just take our word for it. Listen to what HGTV star and Atlanta top producer Colette McDonald has to say. Hi, my name is Colette McDonald, and I'm with REMAX in Atlanta, Georgia. 
I just wanted to take a moment and give a shout out to Tim and Julie Harris. I've been a coaching client of theirs for the last four years. When I first started in this business 12 years ago, I was very successful, did a great amount of business, averaged between eight and 10 million a year. When I contracted with Tim and Julie to be my graduate level coaches, my production increased by 20% per year. I am now trending 30 million this year. That's amazing results over four years of working with Tim and Julie Harris. I highly recommend them. Tiger Woods has a coach. And why does he have a coach? Because he can't see his swing. If you do what they tell you to, you will see huge results. I am living proof. Only Tim and Julie Harris provide powerful one-on-one -on -one coaching along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action now and visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. There's no risk, no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one -on -one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's market. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Okay, we are back. So Julie and I have 10 points. Again, we're going to do our best to get through as many of them as we can today. Or we're going to leave you guys with a cliffhanger, and we're going to uh, continue tomorrow. We'll see. So the, point, the first two points, you guys have heard us, especially regular listeners and coaching clients, you guys have heard us talk about these things before, but they are always worth repeating. And you know, by the way, here's a funny thought for you guys. When you hear us talking about something, and you've heard us talking about it before, the question you have to ask yourself is, are you doing it? Are you listening? Are you actually taking action with that information? So how to stop negative thinking? Dead in its tracks, point number one, Miss Julie. Point number one is practice a media-free morning, if not a media-free life. There's nothing good on there. Why are you watching it? Some of you guys put yourselves into a terrible mood by turning the news on first thing in the morning. How is that working out for you? By listening to the news on your way into your office. Cut that out. Put on good stuff and get it into your head. We've talked about this a lot, as Tim said, so if you keep on writing it down but you're not doing it, make the commitment to start your media-free day, or at least morning, starting now. Point number two, we've also talked about following daily minimum standards for your health, for your business, for your finances, daily minimum standards, not 20 or 30 of them, but two or three things that you absolutely will get done every day that have to do with moving your business forward. Tim? Well, I mean, there you go. The minimum standards, we've done a whole radio show about that, so go back and listen to the previous radio shows we've done on that one. Now, the next point is something that's really critical, and it's interesting. I wrote down the word affirmations, and I thought about, um, you know, the fact is, is that when people think of affirmations, they think of, well, I'm going to say, things to myself. I'm going to write them down on a piece of paper. I'm going to create my own mantra. And, you know, different studies have been done on affirmations. Some people say they work. Some people say they don't work. So the way I think of affirmations personally is they're basically just reminding you what you're working towards. At least that's what positive affirmations are. But how many of you are giving yourselves negative affirmations, right? So, you know, the argument against positive affirmations working are the fact that negative affirmations so obviously work. Think about that for a second. 
So if you tell yourself negative things or you allow other people's negative bullshit to make it into your head, you are essentially absorbing their negative affirmations about you or about themselves. You see? So that's the reason my contention is, is if you're ever going to change the 98% of your recurring thinking, if you're ever going to replace that with something positive that's going to be designed around your choosing, not around the you know half of a meatloaf pan that someone else put into your head, then you're going to have to start replacing those negative thoughts with positive ones. So write down some affirmations. So what kind of affirmations would you want to write down? You know, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm wealthy. I'm wise. Um, you know, I am doing intent, I am doing purposeful things in my life. I am helping other people. I am debt free. Start writing down all the things that you want out of life, and write them down on a piece of paper, and have those affirmations everywhere you go. And you know, the funny thing about affirmations, and we're going to talk about gratitude here in a second. Since we are talking about negative thinking, and you guys are all like addicts. A lot of you are addicts to negative thinking. You're just so addicted to it. That's the reason you watch the news. You know, that's the reason you like to read crap on Facebook about this bad thing and that bad thing happening. You're addicts to the negative news. That negative news has become your affirmation of life, which is negative. So getting back to the first point, be media-free. Again, getting back to this third point, start writing down all the things that you want in life. Copy that piece of paper. Post it everywhere you can possibly imagine. Have it be your screensaver. And yeah, I want you to review it as many times during the day as you possibly can. Slowly, but certainly, you will definitely start to feel a difference. It all starts with the feeling, the feeling of freedom. A lot of you guys walk around with the 800. I've had the 800-pound grill on my back before. I know what it feels like. And to get that 800-pound grill off your back, that is the truest sense of freedom that you can imagine. And once you realize that you can do it when you choose to, in other words, you choose to uh, have the thoughts in your head, you choose what you're going to think about. You choose who you're going to allow to influence you. You choose the results you're going to get in life. That is the truest sense of freedom that you can possibly ever imagine. Jules, the next point that I wrote down was a daily gratitude journal. Talk about that. Yeah, you know, the, the best way I can talk about this is to give you a recent coaching example. I was on a call with one of my uh, Philadelphia agents and you know, as soon as she got on the call, she was just like in the worst, most negative mood. And, I, you know, we always start the call with what is the best thing that you did to make more money for yourself and your family since we last spoke, something like this. And, you know, it's funny how many times they go right to the negative. I'm asking what is the best thing you did, and you go right to the negative, some of you guys, some of the time. So she went down, you know, she had lost a buyer and this deal tanked and that deal tanked and this agent was mean to her and all these things that didn't work out. You know, and I, I said, well, why don't we change the tone of this call? Tell me the answer to the question I asked you. What are the best things that happened? And it turned out she took a new listing, and she had put another listing in contract, and she got a price reduction, and she got a new buyer that she picked up. And I said, why are you not concentrating on that? So we spent the That's next right. call making her gratitude list, because my job as her coach was to turn that ship around and get her into the right place in her head so that she could be better for her clients, her family, and herself. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the lack of following a media-free morning, but there is this gravitational it's force that's very strong. It's a habit. Yeah, and, it's a habit. You know, and I know you've heard that too. You asked the same question, and you know, they go right to what's wrong, what didn't go right. And then well, 10 minutes had, later, you find out what, you know, they actually had a really fantastic week. 
Yeah, I mean, I absolutely. And you know, unfortunately for us, Julie, not very many of our personal clients. They, we've all trained them not to bring that crap to our call. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you get the you occasional one where it's like, oh, I've had the worst week ever. It's okay. We'll listen to your, you know, a little bit. We'll listen to your. Like three You'll give your shoulder to cry on for about a second because, frankly, you mm-hmm. know, that's not going to really move the ball forward. But I had a coaching call, I don't know, I remember this one specifically, I remember the person's first name, and I know he listens to the radio show, so I won't say his name, and, you know, it's like, oh, it's everything's awful, I don't know why I'm in real estate, blah, 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 all this drama, and then I started saying, okay, well, I, I'm sorry to hear that your your house got repossessed, because what are you talking about, my house is repossessed, that thing paid, I paid that thing off five years ago, oh, well, I'm sorry your car burned down. Oh, my car's fine. What are you talking about, coach? Aren't you listening? I just told you that real estate sucks and all these people hate me and all this other crap. Oh, I, I'm I'm sorry. You know, it turns out I'm sorry your wife left you. My wife left me. What do you know that I don't? My wife and I are fine. And then he figured out what I was doing, right? Right. So he was focusing on all the negative, and I was saying, hey, brother, listen. Your negative is nothing compared to what it could be. You have everything in the world to be gratitude, have gratitude towards. You know, everything is going in your way. And then we switched to talking about what he's uh, grateful for. So here's the thing. This is so magical. It always has been for me, and I hopefully it will be for all of you as well. Whenever you're in a shitty mood, which happens, right? And and you know what? I don't look forward to the holidays. It's no, you know, it's something that causes a lot of stress. You know, there's just a lot of things to do, a lot of demands on time, all that type of thing. So, you know, you guys, some of you feel the same way. I know, or others of you are saying the holidays, like Julie, are the best time of the year. What are you talking about? Well, so a way to kind of put your mindset in, a, in, in the right frame is to actually, in your head, start listing off all the things you're grateful for. You know, in your head, start actually thinking of all the things uh, that uh, you love about life and the things that you enjoy, your home, your family, you know, your cars, your whatever, the things you're looking forward to, the experiences you've had, your health, your happiness, the opportunity this new real estate boom is. You see, even me rattling off some of these things as you guys are listening, you are starting to feel different. Did you feel your emotional state change? Now, here's what the magic part of this is. You cannot feel negative at the same time you're feeling gratitude, right? You cannot feel negative or have a negative thought at the same time you're feeling grateful. It's impossible. Isn't that incredible? Those two things cannot exist as your dominant thought in your mind at the same time. So if you're trying to stop having your same thoughts every single day, you know, 98% of all the thoughts we have today are the same ones we had yesterday. If you're wanting to break that cycle, listen to all these points, but the gratitude point so critical. Start by keeping our gratitude journal. Start by writing down the things that you're really happy about. And do it every morning, you know, those along with your affirmations. What is more powerful than that? Well, I think our next point, obviously, is very powerful as well. And that is, the next point is, number five, meditation um, or reading the Bible, doing something that inspires you, listening to Joel Olstein, reading books, doing anything that puts you in that place where it, your higher self is allowed to sing, where you're feeling in gratitude, where you're living the feelings of uh, truly of the wonderment of life. That's what happens when you connect with your higher self. And again, like literally thinking in your, in your head what you're grateful for, like uh, you know, essentially having affirmations, those negative thoughts, they will struggle, they will fight, they will do their best that they possibly can to become the most dominant force in your mind. 
but they will not win because they cannot exist at the same time. So, you know, meditation is a great thing. You guys can learn about this. Meditation doesn't have to be tied to a religion, by the way. You know, a lot of you guys are thinking, oh, boy, Tim and Julie spent too much time in California. Now they're Buddhists. No. The fact is, is that meditation can be experienced in a number of different ways. It can be experienced going on a walk in the woods. Meditation, sometimes the same forces in your brain, the same brain waves that people experience when they're meditating are also experienced when watching a movie or reading a book. So meditation is, the essence of it is stilling the mind so your brain isn't thinking about the future or the past. So anything you can do to be present, that is the whole goal of meditation. That's an essence of it. And you guys have heard the term enlightenment. You know, Buddha was enlightened. Jesus was enlightened. What that essentially means is they have the ability to be present every single day, and they aren't living in the future and the past. That in itself is enjoying the true gift that our lives are. So, Julie, what's the next point? The next point may be actually easier for some of you to do if you're getting stymied by some of these things to actually make a list of all the stuff you don't want to continue to manifest in your life. What do you want to stop doing? What do you want to stop having? What do you want to stop feeling? Because when you've actually put that in writing and you find yourself doing the actions that lead you to those things that you're avoiding, you know, if you've written it down, you're going to snap to it and say, you know what, I'm going to stop doing this because that leads to something that I want to stop in my life. Maybe you want to stop the feeling of living from commission check to commission check, some of you, or from a handful of deals to a handful of deals. You know, a lot of our coaching clients come to their first coaching calls with us with the number one thought being, I want to stop the feast or famine cycle, the roller coaster ride, birds instead of cash flow. So that's okay. Write that down. That's what you want to stop doing. And it's funny, once they write that down, and, you know, a couple of weeks later on another call, they say, you know, I'm so incredibly busy. I want to be very careful that I keep it on the tracks and I don't go from all of this flurry of activity this month to having a month where I've got nothing going on. I know that's my cycle. Help me stop it. That's a lot of our work as coaches. So it may be that. It may be something else. It may not have anything to do with finances. Maybe you want to stop feeling like you've got to squeeze yourself into your favorite pair of jeans. Maybe you're sick of that and you want to do something about it finally. So it's okay to make a list of the stuff that you don't want. Sometimes that's just as helpful, if not more, than trying to manufacture the things you do want. Well, it is interesting when you write down all the things you don't want, right? Write down all the things you're sick and tired of attracting to you. Uh, and you put it all out there, and then you look at the list and you go, holy crap, I have been attracting all this stuff to me. Because I've been thinking about it, I've been creating it, I've been manifesting it. So now I need to uh, acknowledge the fact that these are the these words that I wrote down in front of me, the things I no longer want to attract, those are the 98% thoughts that I want to discontinue. It all starts with your ability to focus your mind on what you truly want out of life. So the next point we wrote down, point number eight, is yeah, this is a good one too. Again, uh, I wrote down, don't worry about where your negative thoughts come from. When you have a negative thought, just say to yourself, no, thank you. Oh, uh, point number, we'll, go, we'll switch them around. Don't worry about it, Julie. Okay, yeah. All right, so don't worry about where the negative thoughts came from. When you have a negative thought, just say to yourself, no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't want that thought in my mind. No, thank you. Why? Because if you make the mistake of worrying about where that negative thought originated, you're going to manifest more of the negative thought. And that is a habit that a lot of us get into. You know, you'll have this horrible thought that just pops into your mind. You don't even know where it comes from. I want you to laugh at it. Oh, hello, Mr. Ugly Thought. Nice to meet you. Now get the hell out of my head. 
just like that. Or you can do it nicely. No, thank you. I choose not to embellish your thought. I choose not to dance with you in my head. I'm just going to let you go. Don't worry about where the thought came from. That is a huge mistake because you just empower it, okay? So, Julie, what's the next point, the one I accidentally skipped over? That's okay. The next point is to not to don't try to think about why you think the way you do or when it started or what caused it because that just continues to ruminate and give you the same result and the same type of negative thinking. It doesn't actually matter what got you started with the negative thinking. Who cares? Just stop doing it. That's actually easier. Some of you guys try and manufacture something wrong with you, and occasionally we get somebody that maybe there might be something wrong with them, and then we send them off to a different type of coaching. But, you know, 99 times out of 100, you guys are just looking for excuses. Well, I can't do that yeah. because, you know, the nuns beat me when I was six. Okay. Well, Julie, think that, about That's think not going to work this. for you when you're 40. How many books, how many motivational speakers, how many movies, how much of society is all built around the excuse makers, the people that don't, that basically want to say, now, look, we're not discounting environmental effects of things that happen when you guys, yeah, you know, we're out, you know, your, your kids and they're out, all those shit happens, right? And a lot of really, really bad stuff has happened to some of you. That is, I'm sorry for that having happened to you, but you have to acknowledge the fact that if you want to make the most of this life, if you want to enjoy this life, if you want to show the love and the appreciation for the people in your life, you've got to decide that you're not going to continue to manifest the ramifications of that bad experience. Don't continue to be the victim of that experience. You're not a victim. You had something happen to you. Okay. So the idea of basically embellishing or continuing to be that person, to be the person who was that, who had that bad experience. I mean, some of you guys have had financial calamity as a result of the real estate boom. Some of you have have health problems. Some of you have had marital issues. Some of you have had all these types of things. Just let them go. You know, let them go. Don't continue to manifest them. Don't read books about them. Don't watch movies about them. Notice how you're attracted to forms of media that reinforce your negative thinking. Aha! Coach Tim is on to something. Notice how when you are feeling a certain way or thinking a certain way, how you're going to start Googling it, how you're going to start attracting it to your life, you're going to read about it, you're going to find other people that reinforce that type of negative thinking. It is very difficult to recover when you've built your life around a series of negative thoughts unless you allow the epiphany to happen, the moment of the aha moment as we call it. And hopefully that's happening for a lot of you right now. Julie, let's do get through these next two points. Point number sure. nine. Point number nine is Point do nine. an environment scrub. Boy, that sounds serious. Start with the spaces that you are that are exclusively yours, your office, your closet, maybe your bathroom, your car. What are the places that you can control? And I find that this, this is actually very uh, useful for most people because especially in real estate, there are a lot of things that you can't control. You can have what you think is the perfect deal, and your clients or the other agent will turn it into a not perfect deal, almost guaranteed. They'll find something to bug you about, right? So we, we, had to, had to do, we had to do a little environment scrub after Zoe had too much for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe not the same thing we're talking about, <laughs> right? Right. Sweet potatoes everywhere. Okay. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> that right. point. That point was is that environment. Environment. You know, where you are right now. 
where you're going to be after you listen to today's show, where you work, what you drive. It is, chances are, a lot of it is disgustingly dirty, mm-hmm. and you know it, and you've just gotten used to Ew. it. Chaos has become normal for you. Why don't you look at it? You know how when you guys walk into a, a seller's house and it looks like Lord of the Flies? Well, there are aspects of your environment that are worse, and you know where they are. You have just accepted them as being normal, and that environmental, the, the ramifications of those decisions of allowing yourself to live in that level of chaos is going to result in the manifestation of more negative thinking. We're coming up on, the, well, we are in fourth quarter, and hopefully your 2015 mentally and financially has already started. Now, I want you to take into consideration, literally, a complete environmental purge. Everything gets thrown out. Maybe replace all your clothes if you have the financial means to do so. Get a new haircut. Start everything new. Ditch your, all your mess-making stuff. Clean out your office. You guys get the idea. And the final point is break the cycle. Do things differently. You know how it is when you go on vacation, when you're on vacation? like You guys remember your last time you went on vacation, how you remember specific things with absolute clarity. Like I remember Julie and I did this incredible trip in almost all of the month of August in 2011 to Italy. It was fantastic. And trust me when I tell you, I have very specific memories from that because we are in a different environment having different experiences and we are present. So that's the reason that some of us are addicted to travel, if you want to call it addicted, because when we're in that environment, we're forced to be present. And presence is where we feel most alive. So really, when you're thinking about all these things, is break the cycle. Take a different path to work. Maybe you know, go to the gym at a different time. Break the pattern that reinforces the negative thinking. Some of you need to ditch your friends. Some of you need to literally look at the people around you that are reinforcing the negative thoughts that you've been having circulate in your head. Remember, almost 100% of the thoughts that you had today are the same ones you had yesterday. Not all the thoughts you have recurring are negative, but chances are there's some negative ones that need to be purged. So use this radio show as your motivation to really take your life back. Take it back from the people that tried to encode you with uh, faulty software. Take it back from the people that are trying to you know, sell you fear-based products. Take it back from the people that have uh, hoped that you would have limiting beliefs. Take it back from anybody and everyone who ever said you couldn't do it. They were wrong. Prove them wrong. Start with yourself. Start with your thoughts. If there's anything we can do for you, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. I know a lot of you are going to our main website, timandjulieharris.com, and you're signing up for one of our coaching programs. If that's fine. Just go right that direction. And, um, you know, and everyone who starts out in, a, uh, in our coaching program starts out with Julie and, I, and myself. So we look forward to our first coaching call with you. In the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. And I know Julie and I both are now four minutes late for our next coaching calls. You guys have great days. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.